When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Well, Kellis doing a good job. He's um, he's hanging in there mentally with everything. I mean, the coaches are working, you know, it's all the time with him, continually working. Uh, he's still got a long way to go, um, but, uh, you know, as far as the mental aspect of things, uh, he's, he's hanging in there pretty good. But, but, you know, he's got a lot of work to do. Look at already already criticizing Kellen Mond. Look at it. Just, just, he's always just so anti-quarterback. Can't just let the youngster get his feet wet. He's got a, he's got a lot to learn. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. Kind of kind of kidding. <laughs> Zim hasn't watched Kellen Mond. You think he gives a damn about some quarterback? He's fixing has the Zim defense. Has, has Zim stepped foot once on the offensive side of like when they you know the offensive players kind of right. gather over here and the defensive no. players will gather there? No, no, no. Zim Zim's priority is not some guy who was drafted quarterback in the third round. His priority is defense, and he wants his defense fixed yesterday. Well, you have stumbled your way into, however, whether it's through YouTube or podcast or Score North Radio, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, executive producer, Declan. We'll get more into some of the the latest things that are happening around Vikings OTAs. And uh, in a second here, we'll discuss whether the Vikings should be in on a former top, top defensive lineman that might still have some juice left in the tank. But a quick shout-out here. I don't know if you guys can see this. The Score North app has mm-hmm. been updated. It is a brand-new Score North app. Oh, that looks nice. And it is amazing. Objectively, just this is a ridiculously cool app if you're a Minnesota sports fan. Um, so if you already have it, check it out or or refresh it or update it however you need to. If you don't have it, it's free to download in the Apple and Google Play stores. You can find, as you can see here, I'm showing the YouTube audience, full video and audio episodes of Purple Daily, front and center. Uh, you can also find everything we post on the Score North YouTube channel and Mackie and Judd podcast feeds. And all the other content we have, whether it's Judd's written work or other podcasts like Royce Unchained, Judd's Hockey Show, uh, Loon Talk, 10,000 Swings, Scoop Doogie, etc. And there's a really cool function here. It's just an icon on the bottom. It's a feedback section. If you want to send us video, if you want to send us a photo, you want to send us audio or just a quick message, you can communicate with us, Phil, Judd, and Declan, through the feedback section of this Score North app. It's pretty badass, so check it out. Uh, boys, it is Reckless Speculation Thursday on Mackie and Judd. Reckless Speculation. 
And Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com has 15 post-June 1st NFL transactions that he thinks should happen. Mm -hmm. Starting with Geno Atkins, one year, $2.5 million with the Minnesota Vikings. This is what he thinks should happen Mm -hmm. or will happen. Mm -hmm. You, you, You may see a theme of players reuniting with former coaches in this article. Atkins' breakout years came when Mike Zimmer was the defensive coordinator in Cincinnati, and the Vikings head coach could use some pass-rushing help in Minnesota. Atkins was anonymous last year as the Bengals reduced his role in the lineup, but the 33-year-old is only two seasons removed from a 10-sack campaign. He would slot in as an interior rusher on passing downs as part of a rotation with run-stuffer Michael Pierce. According to Pro Football Focus, uh, last year, Geno Atkins only played 119 snaps, which is a fraction of like the eight or 900 that were available to a defensive lineman on the Bengals. And his overall grade was by far the lowest of his entire career in pretty much every category. So you could make a case on one hand, he might be cooked, but maybe back with Mike Zimmer, maybe a little bit more refreshed after barely playing any snaps last year. And in a limited role in which he's mostly just going to be out there on third downs, pressure up the middle, that it's worth a $2.5 million flyer when you got $13.9 million in cap space right now. I am all for this. There's very little downside. What do you think? I love it. And, you know, Dukes has certainly given us the scoop, and I've heard as well that there has been an offer out to him. Now that they've freed up some salary cap space, it makes even more sense. And look, here's the thing: we're not at, you're not asking him at his age, and this is why it's a perfect fit. You're not asking him to come down and or come in and play three downs. You're asking him to come in and provide what you don't have in the interior of your defensive line right now, which is a guy who knows how to get after the quarterback from the a gap area, and that's important because. Look at the amount of teams now that can provide pressure immediately so it doesn't have to come from the ends. Uh, I think that this is a fabulous idea. If it doesn't work, it does not work. But optimally, it is, to me, a replacement for a guy that the Vikings have missed since he left, Tom Johnson. We didn't didn't talk about him a ton. Collar loved him, and he was right to. But Tom Johnson knew exactly what Tom Johnson's role was, and it wasn't to stop the run. It was to come in on passing downs and provide pressure. And I'm not saying that Tom Johnson was a star at doing that, but you know what he was? Damn solid. Atkins, Atkins, if used um, optimally, could be even better than that. So I think that this move makes perfect sense, and it makes even more sense if if there indeed is some uh, contract problems with Daniil Hunter, because if there is, you're going to have to essentially, potentially, go into the season uh, on a wing and a prayer, hoping that you can develop not just a right end, but a left end, too, to rush the passer. If you are looking at a pass rush that is lacking interior pressure and from both ends, that's potentially a real problem here. So for a probably fairly reasonable price, Geno Atkins makes perfect sense. Yep, I'm here for it, and it just feels like it. It just feels like if he's if he's got any sort of gas left in the tank, then this is the scenario that would that would give him additional life. And you know, as you see throughout the years, like you need more than you, the Vikings are trying to find a fourth starting offensive lineman at the edge rushing position, which is not where Atkins would play. So you know they got to figure that out. But ultimately, you're going to need more than four defensive linemen 
in a rotation of some kind, getting after it. You're going to have injuries. The season's been extended, right? So just getting another credible body in here. Are you in on this, Declan? Gino Atkins? Yeah, I totally am in on it. I'm guessing it wouldn't cost a ton. And, you know, last year, and a little bit of egg on my face to it as well, I thought even though the Vikings lost Neil Hunter, that Mike Zimmer was a good enough coach where he can scheme up something with rookies and with inexperienced players, and then the defensive line will still be able to get pressure on the quarterback. Well, what we saw in 2020 was, my God, the Vikings defense could not at all get after the quarterback. They were one of the worst run stuffers in the league. And a guy like Geno Atkins, who doesn't have to play 100 snaps, but essentially can play that Tom Johnson unsung hero role and still provide pressure, would be a humongous boost to the defense. So, yes, I, I think getting in Geno Atkins in here, especially a, a Zimmer guy as well, Zimmer loves his guys, um, I think it would be a humongous win for the defense. I just looked this up, too, just one more uh, nerdy PFF note for you. So they have, you can, you can essentially sort out interior defensive linemen and their pressure rates on pass rushing snaps. And you got to go all the way down to 94 to find the first Vikings interior defensive lineman from last year's team that popped up on here. James Lynch in 28 pass rushing snaps was the 94th most (laughs) effective pressure getter among defensive interior guys. Uh, Armin Watts was 97th. So there's really... Not that there's not some talent there. Like, I think at edge and interior, there's a couple. Like, James Lynch is intriguing to me, but I'm not ready to just put him out there for all of the uh, third down snaps. So it would be nice if you had Geno Atkins come in here. You got Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce coming back. Um, And so you've got some established veteran players. And then sprinkle in the young guys when there's injuries or when the, the veterans need a breather and do it that way. Uh, you saw what happens when you just lean on young and experienced players as starters. The Vikings had one of the worst seasons in franchise history getting yeah. after opposing quarterbacks. And interior pressure is so. huge. Like, mm-hmm. it's a major part of the game now. And the second thing that makes sense about this as well is, in addition to Zim, keep in mind, Paul Gunther is now a defensive assistant to Zim. And and he was the Bengals' uh, defensive coordinator from 2004 to 2017. During that period, Geno Atkins, 32 sacks. So, like, that's two guys. That's two guys who are going to know how to use him. Uh, the bounce back factor could be huge here. Um, I just, this team has rebuilt its defense, and I think it's done a decent job. But if you go into the season with two mammoth guys as your defensive tackles, and then you try and swap in guys to rush, and it does not work it's going to be a problem fairly quickly. This would at least give you a fighting chance to avoid that problem. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Boys, uh, since we're on the ESPN.com Vikings train here, there's more positive things being written about the Vikings on ESPN.com. This is from Mike Clay, who's an analytics writer for the website, and he has the 25 biggest position upgrades from the NFL's offseason, so teams that went from player A to player B. Uh, and and he has, in his list of the top 25, he's got two Vikings swaps in here that uh, he loves. So the, the ninth one on his list is Dalvin Tomlinson replacing Shamar Steffen. And, he, and he, I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but, like, I mean, that's, you know, Shamar Steffen's a, he was a highly paid backup caliber player that got thrust into a starting role because of injuries. Minnesota's 2020 defensive performance is one of the worst we've seen from a Mike Zimmer unit ever. 
The Vikings ranked 27th in yards allowed, 28th in points allowed, et cetera, et cetera. The biggest acquisition for their defense was Tomlinson. Um, and then it goes through some of his stats, you know, 49 tackles, 10 for loss, et cetera, et cetera. And then uh, 22nd on this list is Patrick Peterson and Mackenzie Alexander replacing Jeff Gladney and Mike Hughes. So I guess I haven't thought quite as much about because Gladney's a first round pick, and before the legal things, you thought, oh, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna keep getting better. Absolutely. But if 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 Zimmer can squeeze out you know the two or three years ago version of Patrick Peterson and put him in some better spots. Then and Mackenzie Alexander is just a rock solid, reliable. He's not a star, but he's just a rock solid, reliable starting yes. professional cornerback, right? Yes. And Mike Hughes has been struggled and banged up. Um, I, th- I, you know, I, I like that. I, it wouldn't have been first on my list of like, oh, like where'd they upgrade? Um, like Mackenzie Alexander and Patrick Peterson and Dalvin Tomlinson. What do you guys think about this? I think the the cornerback one is key because it goes back to what we all um, talked about last year at this time and said, are the Vikings going to bring in veteran corners? Like, this seems really weird for Zim, who I truly think deep in his heart despises rookies, especially on defense, especially at positions like corner where there's an adjustment period. So he stumps to draft a bunch of rookies on defense, then just resents the fact that they're rookies. And and I think he'd prefer not to play them. Yeah, I think he'd prefer (laughs) not to play them. Um, So I think the overall upgrade, though, at the corner positions makes perfect sense and and I'm surprised the Vikings had to learn that. Like that does sort of shock me that they went into last year basically saying we can develop guys and you know that guys are going to get hurt, right? Like I mean Mike Hughes always got hurt. And if Mike Hughes had been able to play the slot nickel, I think he's fine. Like I think he was going to be a good player. Unfortunately, he's basically Byron Buxton playing football. So that being said, you then had to uh, plug in an inexperienced player or an inferior player into a position that is probably defensively as convoluted as it possibly gets, right? Like the slot corner to me is a hybrid linebacker cornerback. It's a very difficult, nuanced position to play. So this is a huge upgrade as far as stability goes. Uh, Now, if guys get hurt, you're in trouble. But I mean, when you were, Phil, when you were plugging in Chris Boyd last year, I mean, Chris (laughs) Boyd, God bless him. God bless him. I think he tries, but like the lack of stability there shocked me. Uh, The Tomlinson one I like, but again, let's be very clear. Pierce and Tomlinson are here because of the Christmas day game against the saints. When Zim watched his team get embarrassed in the run game and said, never again, I'm never, they have, they are not guys who are going to get after the QB. So don't, they're, they're going to tell you, ah, Tomlinson can rush the passer a bit. The reality is both of those guys are here to stuff the run, which by the way, I'm fine with not criticizing. Um, so I like it. And yeah, the other thing that was weird is the Shamar Stefan fascination is one of the great Zim mysteries I will never get. Like whatever they, 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 they could, paid him quite a quite a bit of money to come too. back from the Seahawks, mm-hmm. but whatever led them to believe that he could actually play a lot. Yeah, I mean it's as insurance as a guy who's sure. going to be in your rotation, and but I think he he got paid more as like a borderline starter too. Like they paid a lot for that insurance. Wasn't he making like three million to the? Yeah, and they brought him back. But I mean, that's yeah. the thing is, like, they went out and got him back. They actively pursued him. Yeah, um, I, I've got some. I've just been sort of perusing through 
the uh, the early morning OTA observations from different platforms oh, here I too. Love so this. we'll go we'll go through some of these here in a second. But our friends at PXG Minneapolis, I know there's a lot of people who love to golf, get out there during the summer months in the state of Minnesota and swing the club. Hopefully, less than a hundred times if you're Declan at some point it's this more. year. It's more, <laughs> but I look good. But P- PXG, well, PXG can can help your game and help you look good at PXG Minneapolis. The Gen 4 clubs are the best clubs they've uh, ever made, and so you can check those out. If you're looking for something a little bit more within reach price-wise, the 0 to 11 clubs are also a full line of high-performance clubs. So check out everything PXG has to offer at PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. Uh, okay, so startribune.com, and, uh, and they detailed some of these sloppy mishaps, but the main headline this morning is... Sloppy day for the offense leads to four interceptions. Kirk Cousins threw two interceptions as the passing game struggled to connect in the non-padded OTA session. They're all wearing like these sort of weird rugby helmets and shorts and shells. It's a Zim idea. Are they the only team doing it? I don't know. Why? why But they're uh, because because there's not supposed to be contact and they so they don't have to wear. Helmets, but they want some type of protection for your skull. Got it. So they basically went with these. I, it's probably Declan, smart. Declan just, it just needs looks one funny. For yeah, I, I need one for Sat for my weekends out in the North Loop. I need one of those things. That <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. Passing just up in case, old flames, saying hi to him. Yeah. That. that no. Not today. former girlfriends. Not today. Not on. That's a Mackie and Judd conversation. Not a. Person. I just. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just. Statements I, on observation. Yeah. I saw on Twitter yeah. from you. Okay. A Declan observation. <laughs> funny when you go for a walk and pass him. I feel like Declan can't. Yeah, Declan has an old flame on every block. That's what I tweeted. I, I don't. And Declan got I really all mad. Don't. He got I bent really out of shape. I really don't. I got called out by, for page six by Judd Zolgan. Like, I said oh you God. would be if the Star Tribune had a tabloid page six like the New York Post. Declan Goff would be in oh, it. God. Here's my question off this OTA report, all right? Because it details a lot of yeah. you know, Kirk Cousins, some couple of picks. Kellen Mond had a pick that wasn't really his fault, it sounds like. But... <laughs> Has it been a theme Apologist. in Mike Zimmer's what? Okay. I love Kellen Mond. I didn't see it, but it wasn't his fault. <laughs> so um, does Mike Zimmer purposely ramp up his defenses in these offseason workouts to make his own offense look bad? Okay. Full disclosure, I did not see this practice. But there was a certain former assistant who, who was on the offensive side of the ball at one point who definitely voiced displeasure about what you just said. And I think the answer is positively yes. I think that he is, he is, he's so, I mean, think about it, you guys. He is a defensive coordinator at heart. And, and the first, we will blitz yep. all night. And the first thing Remember I thought the of, Titans. yes, the first thing I thought of when I saw this report from, from various sources about the four picks was, oh my God, he's like basically the revenge tour has started now. I don't want them to gain another yard. They will remember forever the day they practice the Vikings defense. <laughs> but I mean, listen to Zim. He's old school. Like, I'm sure it pains him that they can't hit, that they don't have shoulder pads and real helmets on. So, yeah, look, you don't do as much work as they've done on their defensive personnel for Zim not to go out there and try and kick some summertime ass, okay? Yeah, this is hilarious. It He's is. like, all right, guys, 
I know we're trying to tune up the band on offense too, but screw you guys. Yeah. We're, no, we're gonna we're <laughs> no water breaks either. Corner blitzes. No one's getting water. The Meadows at Mystic Lake has modified its golf policies to follow the COVID nineteen public health recommendations and welcomes you to play this award winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is a full service golfing destination, enhanced by nearby food and entertainment, including the Meadows Bar and Grill and Mystic Lake Casino Hotel. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop stop in or visit golfthemeadows.com that's golfthemeadows.com owned and operated by shakopee midwakanton sioux community uh christian derisaw also uh still not practicing he's been a little bit banged up and uh, other observations that so actually there's there's a feature article in startribune.com too about irv smith uh hoping for more targets in 2000 uh, 21 so i think the biggest question there we can do deeper dives into, into some of these things on future episodes too but I'm wondering, we're kind of to the point now with Irv Smith where we see the physical tools, we've seen the potential, like the difference between when he catches a pass on the run compared to Kyle Rudolph, for instance, right? Like Rudolph trips over the 30-yard line and it doesn't get many yards after the catch, and Irv Smith looks like a wide receiver sometimes when he's running with the ball after catch. And we think, wow, I mean, if you could just be, I'm not saying he's going to be Travis Kelsey or, uh, you know, name your you know Hall of Fame tight end, but... Could he be like a second-tier tight end who's catching a lot more passes? This is the year to find that out, right? I mean, yes. if he doesn't do it this year, yes. then he's just not that guy, I would think. Is he not that guy, or or is he not being allowed to be that guy is my question, because I think that he's got the potential, and I think he's damn good. He should be used more. Here, So here's my question with the passing game, and this is just a, this is just a theory, okay? Uh, so this is... Nothing concrete. But I feel like this offense definitely incorporates tight ends when possible. And that in some ways, and this might sound nuts, in some ways Tyler Conklin is more of their prototypical tight end, like Kyle used to be, but he just slowed down so much. But Tyler Conklin is more of their prototypical tight end. And Irv, to his credit, is more of the hybrid tight end, but he could be a receiver, and he actually could be receiver three in some cases. This might sound nuts. I wonder if this offense knows how to use that guy. Like Conklin, I think, is going to get a bunch of targets, like traditional tight end, and then he's going to go Gronklin, you know, right down the field and roll through some safeties and linebackers. I'm going to get some yardage. But but Irv Smith has has that wide receiver component to him, definitely. So does this offense appreciate that and know how to incorporate that guy who basically is not just a tight end, but he's also he he also could be almost considered wide receiver three at times. It feels like there would be opportunities if you could create matchups with Irv Smith and opposing teams linebackers that there would be some opportunities for yards after the catch. And it's just gonna come down. I mean, he's you know, part of it is Kyle Rudolph has always garnered a certain amount of touches, especially once you get inside the red zone. Kyle Rudolph's one of the most reliable red zone uh, sets of hands in Vikings history. So yes. they're going to need – now, Thielen, Thielen was absurd in the red zone last year, and I think Jefferson can do even more. But they're going to need someone to take the slice of pie that Kyle Rudolph you know, w- was relied upon for in the red zone, and maybe maybe Irv Smith can be that, but he hasn't really been that to this I've point. I've got your point. answer to that question, because I, I believe it was our friend Courtney Cronin who asked Zim about that very – she asked that very question. Larry Fitz. Kyle Rudolph is gone? Irv Smith, is he going to get the opportunities? 
And Zimmer immediately brought up Tyler Chattie. Conklin. Tyler Conklin. Oh. He brought up oh. Tyler Conklin. He said that's more going to be Tyler Conklin. Yep. Like Red Irv. Zone. Uh, okay. Well, no, no, just uh, no. As far as touches and throws his way, and she was at, she was basically saying with Kyle gone, are the touches now going to change? Where Irv just catapults to the top of that list for tight ends, and Zimmer immediately brought up Conklin. That's my point is I wonder if this offense so there's two there's at least two things skill position wise or or passing game wise that these guys don't seem to be really a, um keen to do that I think are possibilities and if it was a if it was a different offensive uh uh system would do okay one is Dalvin Cook it's not that he doesn't get the ball it's how it's where he lines up like that what stops them from sending him out wide more like trying to confuse defenses it's it's almost like no he's a traditional guy it's like well yeah he is but he can do a ton more Irv Smith is the second guy like why not get more creative there he's got the athletic skill he's got the ability the skill set those are the two guys that have always sort of been perplexed the last couple of years why you don't sort of broaden the horizon of the offense and and because those two guys are sort of uh, positionless guys like you could do a lot with them and and they just don't seem to want to I am not anti Tyler Conklin. I've just been really pro Irv Smith Jr. And I lied. Um, here's your last pro football focused nugget. Because you know the reason I lean on this a lot with some of these. I mean, with with quarterbacks, you know, the eye test you can kind of tell does a guy feel comfortable? Does he not? Right. There's some things with tight ends and offensive linemen where like, the pro football focus is going to have a better idea of what they're doing when they're not catching passes. Right. And right. we're not going to see it on TV. Right. How are they running routes? Uh, how are they holding up? How are they chipping? You know, just things like football, football, football things that aren't going to show football. up when you're watching on Fox or CBS, right? And last year, Pro Football Focus had Irv Smith Jr. as the 21st rank. This is among all. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to sort this actually by uh, minimum targets. I'm going to get rid of the guys that just didn't play that often. So. Um, Irv Smith Jr. was the 14th best tight end as a receiver, as a re- so just the receiving part of his game in the entire league, and best on the Vikings. So um, they've got him as a guy who's like a top half of the league among starters. He's just behind Gronk, TJ Hawkinson. You know, is he Kittle, uh, Kelsey, or like Darren Waller in Vegas? No, but even the grades show that in his current snap allotment, he's sort of in that mix to to be a second-tier tight end. Mm-hmm. So I would just, I don't know, I just, listen, not anti-Conklin. I'm all for Gronklin. Yeah, I'm all Gronklin's for, fine. you know, barely on the field. Absolutely. But let's not, let's not give all of Kyle Rudolph's touches. Let's give some of those, split them up, give some to Irv so he's the bona fide number one tight end is what I would like to see. Hey, kids, how's the water? It's full of weed. I can't move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. You kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. And let's get more creative, too. Like, there's more that... The- you can do. And I know it would be relying upon Kirk Cousins. And I know that there are probably some people at the DCO Performance Center that don't entirely trust Kirk Cousins. But let's let's see what Kirk can do. Let's get creative. So, let's take the training wheels off. 
Take the training wheels. Just, just all up. Let Kirk it's too, cook. Let it's let 2021. Kirk cook. Kirk cooking. Let Kirk cook. And who knows? Like he might burn out. Wait, you're saying he's gonna? He might burn the he might burn the souffle. We yeah, don't know. He seems like a well done steak kind of guy. No, it's yeah, steak that's got like smooth. It's a smooth steak. He seriously seems like a well done steak kind of dude. You think? That's okay. You know, well, here's the thing: if he overcooks his steak, I don't know. Maybe he uh, maybe he has some sort of a fire emergency. Grease fire? He's he's gonna want some insurance Mm -hmm. now. Federated's not gonna be able to help him with that type of insurance. But if you're a business owner out there. Federated can help you risk management tools, peace of mind. They've been standing behind business owners for over 100 years. They measure the success of their business by the success of yours. So it's a true partner that you get based in Minnesota, Owatonna since 1904. And uh, you can find out more information about the resources and the people Federated can provide you over at federatedinsurance.com. Remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys. Um, more OTA fodder, I am sure, here. We've got a four-question Friday coming up and comments from YouTube over the weekend and uh, all kinds of other off-season fodder here. The train never stops. Daily Vikings entertainment as we count down the days until actual training camp in less than two or less than two months away from actual training camp, boys. Pretty amazing. Inject it all. Just inject all of the football right into these veins. right? Football. All of them. Every vein until there's not one left. (laughs) All right, that's a wrap. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.